We're the Benham Brothers. This is the Expert Ownership Podcast. Many of you know that our background is actually baseball. It's not just business. That's right. We played professional baseball. Jason was drafted by the Orioles. I was drafted by a much better organization, the Boston Red Sox. And today on our podcast, we have Jason Baker, the scout of the year for the Los Angeles Angels. He we actually went to college with Baker at Liberty University. That's right. And he, was he, a, he was a right fielder. I was a third baseman. This is Jason. And then David was a catcher. David needed the mask. Oh, He's come the one on. that needed the mask. Come on. Well, listen, Bakes has got all the details of what's happening with Major League Baseball and some pretty amazing things, amazing pivots actually changing the game itself. And this is important for entrepreneurs. This is important for leaders because Bakes is a leader in his in his uh, profession and, and the stuff that he's got for us today is really good. It's really powerful. And at, as a professional baseball player, our favorite games were called Businessman Special. That's because in the middle of the day, we'd play a game at 1 o'clock, like on a Tuesday afternoon, yeah. and the only people that could make it were the, the dudes in the high-rises, and they would come out, and they'd have their meetings out at one of the games. Nice. That was always our favorite. And now we're, now we're doing the same thing. Yes. All right, let's hear from Bakes. <laughs> Scout of the year. Dude, you're a stud. Scout- hey, do you remember when we met? I do, I, and I think it's worthwhile telling that story again. I think it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. These two cats were on their recruiting trip, and they came down to Liberty University, where I was a sophomore at the time. I think you guys saw me hit a couple home runs one game. I'm not positive <laughs> that might have happened, but anyway, they came down, and we had the uh, good fortune of taking you guys out. And I still remember taking you to that Tombstone movie. Yeah, you was, sat right in between. I us. sat right in between you, and I remember one of you guys leaning in and saying, "Man, you remind me of Wyatt Earp." And then I turned from you, and the other one said, man, you got Doc Holliday written all over you. And I thought, man, I can't get away from these guys. You're a just liar. Like, and here we are. And here we are. Here we are. Right in the middle. Almost right again, 30, 30 years, years later. Right. Wyatt Earp. Hey. And Doc Holliday. Now, now, okay, scout of the year. You're a stud. We're going to talk Major League Baseball and everything that's happening. I'm still, I still can't believe in my lifetime I'm, I'm actually watching the possibility of a season being canceled. Uh, but before we even get there, we call you the real deal. You do. Do you remember that? You remember why yeah. we call you the real deal? Well, it's a safe. I, mean, I do remember it was a self-proclaimed nickname, but it stuck. <laughs> it stuck with you guys. That's nobody right. else but no, you guys. Nobody that's else good. but us, and that's hopefully right. your kids. That's right. I was thinking when, that was going to get a little bigger, but yeah. kind of stayed the course. Yeah. When when Jason Baker was uh, at Liberty, he was by far our best player, and uh, I remember him hitting a home run, a walk off home run, and you did a little dance just before you hit home plate, and you came back to the dugout and said. I'm the real deal. <laughs> we yeah. never, we You've never since humbled. It. You've yeah. since humbled since 30 then. years will do that. A lot of failures. Okay, so honest question. COVID hits. Did you ever think in our lifetime we would ever see anything like the Major League Baseball season canceled? Well, no. it's not canceled well, yet. Yeah. But it, it possibly could be. Maybe could not. Be. And, you know, I, I think that uh, no, to answer your question, no, I never thought I'd see it. But at the same time, I will say that I do believe that this, uh, this new scenario that they're coming in with, I wouldn't be surprised if we have baseball by the end of June. Wow. Really? Um, you know, they're talking about a new plan that's going to keep teams aligned in their divisions. But they're going to put the Western Division, National League and American League teams together and making oh. a 10-team thing. And so basically what they're looking at Tell doing – Tell us the plan. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a geographically, it's, it's basically – the Western Division will be all the American West and National League West teams. The Central okay. Division will be all the American League and Central, and the same for the East. So you're going to have 10 teams in each division. It's going to be 30 teams. 
so you'll have a mix of the National American League teams. It'll be really unique, but that limits the travel. These guys can get out and still play. They can play in their home stadiums. Wow. Uh, so that's the that's the newest plan. Now, will so pitchers – well, hold on. This is a detailed question. Yeah, Some man. people that don't know baseball. Now, on National League teams, pitchers hit. American League teams, there's a designated hitter. What's the right. – Well, there's been a universal call to, to get away from pitchers hitting. So I think oh, this I is going to give uh, – you know, and again, I'm, I, I don't know this to be true, but I do think that they're going to try to probably get away from pitchers hitting and, and use the universal DA. Love that. Dude, you're such well, a stud. You know, now, hold on, hold on. on. Let Jason, me ask I want to ask questions. Just I'm so excited about questions. this. It's like okay. my favorite podcast ever. So if you've got, right now we've got National League, American League, and each league has 15 teams, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 15 teams, yeah. 15 right. teams. So right. if we go to three leagues of 10 teams, mm-hmm. what are they going to call it? It's not going to be National League, American League, no, and then what not. league? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't think they've even gotten that far yet. Oh, I think they're, they're looking at travel stuff. That's the reason they're doing this. Obviously, from San Diego to Seattle, you can keep everything on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, the, in the Central, you know, you can go from Minnesota all the way down as far as uh, uh, whoever. I'm yeah. blanking on who's the Central yeah, yeah, team. Sure. But basically, you, you want teams to play in their home stadiums because the original plan was for guys to play in Arizona or Florida or Texas and stay inside the domes. But I think that there was a lot of pushback from players about having to be quarantined yeah. and, uh, and four months away from family. And, That'll you know, like Mike Trout's, you know, his family's expecting a baby and having to be away at those, you know, uh, choice times in life. And, and I just think it didn't, you know, a lot of, a lot of pushback on that. And I think this is a much better plan personally. Yeah. And I think hopefully it, it, it get legs and gets so done. In the short term, what has happened? Like, so, so take us like in terms of, but Major League okay. Baseball is canceled until when? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but, but, and how does that affect the minor leaguers and the draft? Even and start in starting spring training though. Okay, so there, spring training had started, and then yeah. all of a sudden this COVID thing hits. Bring us into that whole thing, and then domino us all the way to where we are right now. Yeah. So when spring training was going, it was about halfway through. Um, obviously, the the NBA player Gobert tested yep. positive. They run off the court when they find this out. That that kind of starts the domino yeah. effect you're talking it about. It was a media frenzy. Yeah, and next thing you know, it's it's obviously everybody's out there that hey, this thing could be striking mm-hmm. baseball just as easy as it's getting into basketball and everything. So that started the domino. I still remember I was going to watch a kid in in Arkansas, a high school player in Arkansas, and I saw the World Health guy on TV in the airport terminal in uh, in Little Rock. Mm-hmm. I just landed. I watched that that briefing. And I got off, and they played the game that that night. But as we were playing the game, scouts started to get calls, and one by one, people were getting taken off the road. Wow. And I realized I was in the middle of something big. And wow. you could see that. And it, 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 it was really hard to concentrate. I've never had a problem at a, at a game just feeling like, man, this is, this is, you know, this, is, this, is, this guy can do this, he can do that, he can't do this. He can. I could hardly think because everybody was just looking at their phones and what was going on. It was exploding. Yeah. And uh, so the next day I was starting my season. It was the SEC opener. It was Arkansas against uh, Mississippi State. And I was just going to drive from where I was down to Mississippi State to watch this opener. And it's a big deal when SEC opens up. Yeah. We get the call the next, uh, the next morning uh, from you know, our scouting director saying, hey, we're off the road. Where everybody's off. Just drive home or get in a plane, get home today. And uh, just the emergency in that. And then realizing – man, these SEC schools and all these kids that work so hard their whole life to have this opportunity to showcase themselves. Mm. This, this was going to be a really well-attended series, and as all, all the SEC uh, conference yeah. series are. And, you know, to, it, it really it broke my heart to think about all the work that I put in in my draft year as a junior, and you guys did yeah, as well, course. and now not being able to have that showcase platform uh-huh. and, and not even knowing what's going to happen with the draft. And, you know, are you going to have a chance to fulfill your dreams? And all that stuff came to fruition really quick for these kids. And 
I can't imagine these coaches breaking the news. You know, that now, I, I've heard really I, I, your expertise is not NCAA, but I've heard the NCAA is going to allow seniors to come back because, I mean, they basically yeah. lost everything they've worked for, but there's no eligibility technically, but they're going to offer hopefully an extension on some eligibility. Right. So they're going to, anybody that was there this year will have an extra year. Oh, of that's great. So these guys will have it. And uh, so hopefully some of these guys can uh, continue to chase their dreams of playing in the minor leagues and hopefully get into the big leagues. Um, but, you know, it's also going to make more a, a really hard decision on these college coaches because they've already promised enough money to these incoming freshmen. Mm. Oh, man. And it's now they've got guys that are could. So you're faced with this decision. Do I try to get the future of our team in these incoming freshmen, or do we stay the course with the present and keep these bring these redshirt seniors back that can really help our team now? Yeah. But that means taking away from playing time on the. Yeah, guys so they're not the going to. That's interesting because you know with Title IX you have now eleven point seven or however many scholarships right. for baseball, and you've got twenty five, twenty eight guys on the team. Yeah. I wonder if they could just expand. Well, Expand, that's what they're give talking them 15 about doing. Scholarships. Give them 20 scholarships. That's exactly what they're talking about doing, is trying to expand scholarships, expand roster sizes. Um, so so yeah. what, did, uh, what, what did your general manager tell you guys, you know, whenever he had to break the news that it's, that it's off and it's suspended indefinitely? We don't know when it'll come back. Like, take right. us through that. Well, basically, we got a, our, our, uh, our scouting director kind of handled that for, our, for the scouting department. And basically what he said was, guys, just get home. We'll, we're going to kind of figure this out as we go. Um, they well they yeah so on the scouting side all the scouts were sent home the players were were kind of kept uh, I believe they were kept at the hotel and then eventually sent home mm-hmm. I, I think from team spring from spring training and I think people were trying to stay the course and then they realized you got to just send them home you yeah. know there's too and much now is the organization encouraging the Angels specifically and I would imagine they're doing the same thing that every major league team is doing. Are the pitchers throwing uh, bullpens? Are the hitters right. taking batting practice? I mean, what are they doing? Are yeah, they just- well, that's a great question. I think that a lot of the stuff that we're doing now with player development, they're calling in the kids on Zoom, and they're talking through, hey, you know, what are you doing? Are you staying the course with the plan that we've given each player? And they're, they've been really specific. And I'm sure this isn't just the Angels. It's all of Major League Baseball yeah. and minor league player development. But these guys may not play this year. There's a very rare oh chance gosh. that minor leagues might not happen. And – you know, that's just got to be really tough on these guys. I mean, that's a and hopefully maybe they can have an extended. Um, you know, the the uh, instructional league can be yeah. extended. Yeah. I think that's some of what they're talking about. Yeah. I don't know, but I think you know, you, you pray that these kids can play a season. Yeah, of uh, course. You think about the the age thing is such a big deal in Major League Baseball, and how you lose a year. And I don't think people understand the ramifications oh. of that. I mean, well, you lose two you know, weeks. Yeah, you're you're potentially out of the game. It's a tough thing, and and I think uh, hopefully these guys will be. I I know they're going to take it seriously. We have you know the guys are doing well with their weightlifting and throwing and mm. everything else. I'm th- sure they're itching to get back, but obviously safety is going to come first, and and that's going to uh, probably rue the day for for a lot wow. of these guys. Right. Draft. Yeah. Now the draft. Uh, yeah, at 40. 40, 40 rounds. rounds. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so right now it's either going to be five or ten rounds. Ten rounds will be the biggest. Uh, it, oh, it'll be at least five rounds, but so that's, that's five rounds times five, five rounds. rounds. Yeah. So it's 100. Right. Come on, dude. <laughs> We're supposed to be <laughs> uh, <laughs> owners of a business. That's over a thousand. Right. Yeah. Well, see, that's and that's going to make this really interesting. And, and you make a great point because these high school seniors, 
when we're going through these summer events where the, the juniors are rising into their senior year, you basically look, hey, this guy is a top three-round pick type guy, a top mm-hmm. three-round. I'm going to see him, and he's going to either bring himself to the top of the draft or he's going to s- situate where he is or he's going to float backwards a little bit. But these guys' bodies change so much between their junior and senior years. Yeah, school. yeah. So you don't know what you're going to get. Some guys make massive leaps. Other guys kind of go backwards. Some guys just stay the course. But we won't. We this year there was such a limited high school season that you won't be able to say, "Hey, this guy from Chicago, they never even played a game." You don't know if he. So all you're going to be able to do is watch him swing in the cage, and you know you can't really you get can't an tell. Assessment hey, that. can that guy hit a breaking ball consistently? Now, Does when, he make adjustments? When is the yeah. draft? So the draft now is either going to be uh, June 10th or j- through July 20th. They haven't sent a first. So date. how are you able to see somebody right now? Are you able to actually go and well, see somebody? Well, they're doing zooms hit? and stuff, right? Well, you, could, you can YouTube? see workouts on a, on a video, but that has to be throughout all Major League Baseball. No team can just have a, an individual yeah. Yeah. Uh, thing. So everything is universal to Major League Baseball. But the other way is the video scouting can happen for the college guys. So okay. the college guys, they have this thing, you know, these different uh, systems that allow you to see all their at-bats for the current year. So at least you'll get a month's worth of playing with the college guys. With, yeah. the, with the high school guys, you're just reviewing what they did in the summer. And that's wow. not really accurate because these guys change so much. And, and, you know, we're talking really just kind of from an American standpoint where we're talking about all the videos and stuff. But I played four years in the minor leagues, and 70% of my team were Cubans, Venezuelans, Dominicans, right. Mexicans. I mean, you got all of these guys. I remember one of my roommates, um, a Dominican kid, uh, we get into the hotel, and we split hotel rooms, of course, you know, in the minor yeah. leagues. And uh, we get in there, and he takes the comforter off the bed, lays it on the floor, throws his pillow down, and goes to sleep. I mean, this dude didn't brush his teeth, didn't shower, nothing, lays on the floor. And I'm like, hey, man, what are you doing? He's like, this is how I grew up. <laughs> Yeah. And, and, and this is literally, I mean, we're thinking, you talk about marginalized kids yeah, not getting right. an opportunity. Right. I mean, it's a huge blessing for them to come over here and for us, to, them to plug into our farm system and, and have an opportunity and really to experience just the, the blessings of even American prosperity. Yeah, and it's, I, I, hopefully this whole thing with the international sign is going to be the same kind of deal and how they're going to handle that. Mm-hmm. But it's, it is, and I think, um, I think you know, to Jason's point about the, the the college seniors, that's what really it's going to be tough because these kids now, they're that's now they're, they're pretty much it's now over. they're going to be twenty three as a senior, mm. and they've already got the average age twenty two year old senior yeah. signs. Now they got two two sets of senior signs. Oh boy! And are you going to give it to the older or younger guy? Well, the younger, yeah, yeah of you, course. That's what's just kind of and so you feel bad for those kids. Gosh. Really bad. Now, you do know? you uh, you think when they do start back, um, do you think there is a uh, a, a play for the guys playing without fans? Uh, I think that there's going to be ha- – that's going to happen at least to start. It's wow. going to be no fans. Wow. Um, oh, that's, my that's for sure. I, I would say that's about 99% that that, that will happen. But I, th- I think what they're hoping for – and I don't, you know, I don't mean to speak for Major League Baseball and, and sure, some of, of, stuff, course. But, of course. but for some of these things, I think there's a there's, – there's a, I would be shocked if they played in front of fans to start the year if they can get going at the end of June. And I think hopefully they're, they're, they're hoping that this – releasing of the economy and getting things back in the door that will eventually lead to them being able to get into having fans towards September. Yeah. So if they you know? start if they start the season at the end of June, beginning of July, does that mean that they're going to take like a two-week spring training before that? Yeah, so basically I think, you know, again, this is a soft launch, but I I, I do think it's going to they're, – they're hoping to get spring training going by May 15th. Oh, and that May, would be amazing. Like so if they can do that, and again, I think a lot of the testing and all that stuff and how that yeah. comes along, the availability, but even when they let fans in, I think it's going to be on a really limited basis. Other than the, the two leagues, National League and American League splitting into three leagues – 
Is there any other changes to the game as we know it? Uh, I thought one of the more interesting ones that's, that was going to happen this year regardless was the left-on-left -left, uh, reliever. Um, you know how they'd come in, they'd, they'd come of in, course. face their one lefty, and go out. Well, now there's three batter minimum. Oh, so, oh that is wow. so smart so, because that just makes the game so it, it long drags and out. for heaven's yeah. sake. So, I mean, I, I think that's going to affect a lot of people's jobs because there's guys that make a living coming and get a left-hander yeah. out. Now if they got to face a righty, they, their, their roster spot might be in jeopardy. Wow. Oh, and, wow. Uh, so, I mean, there's some things hey, that do you are going to happen. Do you think that there's a possibility that they would go and seek for some, you know, middle-aged, mid-40s guys that played minor league ball and never made it to the big <laughs> league? You think you're, they might? there might be a place league. for guys like that in this new – Baseball only if they're good looking. So you're oh, out of luck. Dang, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're a jerk, man. We called you uh, Wyatt. Hey, right. okay. So what about the pay for players? And I mean, are they all making yeah. all their money right now? Well, I mean, I what's think happening? That's a big point of contention now is trying to decide how Major League Baseball is going to be able to handle these things without yeah. without the fan gate, uh, without the concessions, without. Uh, you know, memorabilia being sold yeah, at the stadiums. Totally. So all these things are, are coming into how they're going, how are they going to be able to pay their players? These enormous, enormous salaries that a lot of them have. And right. I think there's going to have to be some give and take on both sides. I, I know the players are taking it like a 4% right now of what so they're, they're taking 4% of their salary. Yeah. They're taking 4% and being paid, you know, in that accordance until things get going again. Wow. And I don't know what's going to happen afterwards. I think there's going to still have to be con some concessions just because the money's just going to be. Yeah. So, so a million dollar salary, 40,000 bucks. Is that 4%? Oh. Yeah. 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 That's 40, 40 four, grand, 40 grand. Whoa. Wow. You go from a million dollars to 40,000 bucks. But yeah. at the same time, and this is, I've always held this, even when I was playing, that our firemen, our police officers, our teachers, none of them are paid, I mean, not even remotely close. Now, I get it. It's a market, and people are buying tickets and memorabilia and all that other stuff, and you're selling concessions. I get all that. I, I get the principle of supply and demand. But I also think that it's also somewhat of a reality check for all of us. And if I was in that situation, I would hope that I would have enough of a reality in my own life to say, okay, yeah, I, I do want to make the big money, but for now, this it is what it is, yeah. and I'm basically at the level of now a fireman yeah. or a police officer, and I'm thankful. Oh, yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Totally. It's so relaxing. That's so good. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Totally. Oh, I'll tell you, you go to a you go to a baseball game after COVID releases, 
And if and if they open the gates again, that would be such a sweet reunion. I mean, it would be amazing. Yeah. And you know, baseball taught obviously all of us so much. The very fact that you're putting pine tar on your bat in the on the on deck circle and you're walking up to the fl- plate by yourself, knowing seventy percent of the time you are either going to strike out or you're going to get out. Or you're going to at least fail. Yet you're still a success when you at least get on base three times out of ten, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's a game of failure, but Hall of Famers make it because they failed less than others. I mean, it's just right. an amazing baseball is just an awesome. Or for sport. David, it was failing to uh, about eight, eight and a eight, half. Probably eight and a half. Oh eight come and a half. on! Was he above the Mendoza line? He was. He was right there. He was hovering. He was two hundred. <laughs> He's hitting two hundred. Oh yeah. my goodness! But he could throw. He could. This guy could catch and throw. I'll give him that. He could have had a nice so, career. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't keep my mouth now, shut. Now, are there any players specifically now that we've heard their names or anything like that that have stepped up, said anything, or, or stepping out and leading like this? Or is there uh, anybody that you think could or should? Or what um, do you think? Well, I think Mike Trout's the the, the face of baseball. That's what yeah. I thought and, he is. And you know, he's a he's a you root for Mike Trout because he, one, he plays the game right. That's right. He plays the game hard. He keeps himself out of trouble. He's never in the in these you know in the in the newspapers for doing anything that's mm-hmm. going to be a bad right. example for your kids. Uh, so you root for him to take on that 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 voice for these guys, and I, I think what he said about hey, you know, we don't we don't necessarily want to be quarantined when I have my child coming. Even that that's a good thing, I think, in a lot of ways because yeah. it says hey, family is really important. That's mm-hmm. and this is a family event that we'll never get back. The birth of his first child, and mm-hmm. so that's he right. can step up and and make some statements. And I hope he continues to do so in in uh, in ways that are going to help the game go forward. Oh man, I hope Mike Trout's listening to this. We got to get this over to Greg Moorhart, the guy That's that right. found him. That's right. Our our good buddy Greg Moorhart found Mike Trout, That's right. and now it's here he is. That's right. Yep. That's right. <laughs> awesome. What else, Jason? Well, this was fun, man. I, I love going back and thinking about baseball again because now David and I all we're doing is starting and running businesses and all this stuff. So to get back to our roots, to get back to the foundations, I remember playing with you. <laughs> at Liberty and we've got a lot of great memories, man, but a lot of buffets, a lot of bus, but you, you got a little passionate there and, and we'll wrap this up, but you got a little passionate there talking about baseball becoming America's game again. Mm -hmm. How can we do that? Like what's so good about baseball? Well, I think people just need, uh, first of all, I think obviously we're dealing with a lot of um, shortened attention spans in Mm. today's society. That's true. And uh, getting back to appreciate the finer points of the game and things that people just don't even think about. But when you get back into baseball, and that's a unique, that's why this is a unique opportunity for baseball to regain that footing, mm. is, you know, people come to the game, if, if they can understand what exactly is going on. And, you know, I know that we're talking about trying to shorten things. That's why they're making this left-on-left reliever a, a non-issue anymore so that we can speed the game up and yep. people can stay involved and stay connected in a, in a more real way f- to their life of uh, wanting to kind of have, have entertainment. Um, but I, I just hope people give the game a chance for what it is because it's a beautiful game. There's a lot of great yeah. things about this game that you don't see in any other sport. And then it's such an international game, you yeah. know, and you just love to see this thing come back and get the place in American history where we can feel like, man, this is, we're a part of this. This is something that I, mm. that I really enjoy and can understand the small nuances of, and it's not for everybody. Some people really love the up pace of, of a hockey game or a basketball game. And I understand right. that yep. I do too. But at the same time, there's a there's a different kind of beauty in baseball, and maybe this having only that as the TV thing to go to now. Yeah. If it gets going again, maybe people start to appreciate those small point parts again. Well, you know, um, during spring training, they started uh, putting microphones on some of the players right. in the middle of the game. So I could be watching it in a restaurant, and I see the guy out in center field, and he's talking. 
because he knows he's on camera and he knows that he's he's got that thing in his ear or whatever he's got that microphone and he's like yeah you know i think this guy might be uh i'm, I'm gonna shade over here <laughs> to the right 10 steps and i'm telling you it kept me engaged Right, and I thought, man, if they incorporate that in the season somehow, what do you think Mickey Mantle would have said about that? (laughs) (laughs) But it really Uh, did. I mean, in all honesty, because obviously, as you see, if they have to play games without fans, then they're not going to get paid their salaries. So they have to cater to the fans to keep them engaged. Engaged. And to me, throwing a microphone on one player per inning so that you can actually put headphones on and listen, like in NASCAR, where you've got the you can listen to what's going on with the the radio frequency and the and the uh, pit crew talking to talking to the driver. Yeah, give us that, and uh, it's going to make it easier for the fan to to actually stay engaged. Yeah, what do you I, think about I think, that? I think that's true, and I think they they're doing it in all star games. And now uh, I think getting it to a regular season venue is very possible because they want to try to keep these fans going, and they know yeah. that these things help. And uh, so I think it's a good idea. I wouldn't be surprised if, if it's unintrusive to how he plays. I don't see why they wouldn't do Absolutely. it at some point. You know, they're trying well, to get gain that fan base back well we agree with we need baseball this country needs baseball and i believe baseball and the leadership of baseball can take leadership in this country right now so come on baseball let's do this but here's the key we didn't choose baseball baseball chose us Okay. okay. That's, that's, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Overly dramatic, but I it appreciate was. it. Uh, yeah. But I would like to say before this thing ends, the one thing that people should know on this podcast about these two guys is there are some things in life that, that are definitely worth chasing. And these guys chase baseball as hard as I did. And I didn't think I'd feel, find too many people that would do that and would be willing to put the work and, and that kind of thing. And that's a lost art in this world, man, is it's having a dream and going after it. And you guys, you guys provided that. Uh, all the way through that kind of work ethic. And you saw that, and that was a beautiful thing to set. That, and now you've taken it to this new level of business that you're at and that kind of thing. And I, I, I think it, people should understand and, and commend these guys for the work ethic we have, and, and it's something to rally around. I think this, mm-hmm. we're, we're losing that as a country, and it's, we're losing that as a great thing for what, what is America about. It's founded on hard work. If you've got a dream, run after that thing, and you guys have done that. So kudos to you awesome. guys. I appreciate you, and I uh, appreciate you having me I on here. Dude, I want to hug you. <laughs> All right. Well, that's right. Let's just hug it out. That's right. That was embarrassing. That's right. Jason Baker, the real deal. Scout of the year. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Did I say that right? Just that Los Angeles Angels now. Oh, oh my gosh. It always that's switches. Right. That's all right. Hey, thanks, man. All right. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. All right. Wow. I actually got inspired when, when he got passionate there about baseball. Hey, look, we, we, we live in a world of distraction. That's exactly right. I mean, yeah. just boom, stop the scroll, stop the scroll. Put your phone away. And you know what? Enjoy a baseball game. Yes. That, would, that would be very healthy. It brought for me the back soul. to my roots. I was thinking about being back in college, and I was thinking about what it would be like if I were a senior. And see, for my junior year, I didn't get drafted. You got drafted. My senior year is when I got drafted. So if I were in the shoes of these seniors who don't get to play that season – it would have crushed yeah, me. Like, would have I, w- I wouldn't have got drafted. So my heart hurts for them. But listening to how Bakes talked about oh, it, I love and it, how players and, and the, the game itself can come out on top. It was and inspiring. baseball can take leadership. I remember, I, you know, you, you look in the stands and some of the older folks, I remember our grandpa used to, he'd keep stats on a piece of paper with a pencil. How, you know what, you, you'd have never thought 
that, wow, that would be therapeutic. That would actually be good for the soul. And just returning back to the simplicity of baseball, America's national pastime, I think would be fantastic. A lot of people that weren't craving baseball now are craving baseball. (laughs) Anywhere we want people, let's do this. All right. Hey, if you're looking to crack the code to have financial freedom, a thriving business, and a life of impact, the best resource we know is our expert ownership course, where we take you through a step-by-step process to help you become a CEApreneur. You can earn more income and even have more impact, especially with those people that matter the most to you in your family and in your friendships. ExpertOwnership.com is your course. 